Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gents, we're going to try again. <clears throat> Ladies and gents, welcome to Andy Podcast. And I want to say thanks to everybody that's been supporting season one, two, three. And we are now well into season four. And, um, you know, in my journey of healing, I just seem to gravitate towards those who are also journey or or has embarked that journey and um you know there's this app called uh called clubhouse and every now and then i go on it just to network and promote the album and promote the music and uh i ran into this room and i i've seen that you know in clubhouse there's not a lot of rooms with substance but those that you do find you know i i, I stay connected and in touch and um this guest right here ladies and gents is a manifesting coach but she's also currently a narrator for a new book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad for Teens. It's about to be released on iTunes and Amazon. And she is also a host of her own podcast called Manifesting Bubble. She's a manifesting coach and she's also the CEO of Ruth and Mace Natural Products and Ruth and Mace Magazine too. She's basically an entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? So ladies and gents, without further ado, I'd like to welcome Miss Celine Childs. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for taking time and making space for tonight. I appreciate you. Yes, absolutely. Um, so Celine, I always take it back to day one. Um, I always ask all my guests, where were you born and raised? Um, I was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Nice. Um, but my mom moved us out to Colorado when we were kids. Mm. And so I've been here most of my life. So no, so Colorado? Mm-hmm. Nice. How do you like Colorado? It's a chill place. Um, yeah. It's chill. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you remember a lot about Milwaukee? I do. I'm going back next week, actually. Nice. Yeah. It was. So, um, I was raised kind of like. Um, I guess you would consider it to be the hood. You know, mm-hmm. like. Uh, I was. That's where I was, and so it was a culture shock. <laughs> I was raised around mostly African American people. Um, you know, African, like predominantly African-American neighborhoods and stuff. And then I was moved, I moved to Colorado. When I moved to Colorado, there weren't very many African-Americans at all. Yeah. And so, you know, come, you know, living out here and like, I even went to school in Littleton, Colorado, where Columbine actually oh. was. And that was down the street from my house. Wow. Yeah. And wow. I... How- that's a whole thing. <laughs> that's that's a part of my history. How old were you when Col- Columbine happened? I was a senior in high school. I was wow. about to graduate. And I, my friends, so we were their rival schools. I went to Chatfield and Columbine was our rival high school. I wow. had friends at Columbine. One of my good friends, her brother was killed in that incident. Um, you know, in 1999. And we actually, they had to come to school with us to finish out the year. Wow. Mm-hmm. My deepest condolences to everyone we lost. Um, yeah. Oh, man. So let me ask you this. So how many years did you spend in Milwaukee? Like, how old were you when you moved out? Um, I was about seven. Okay. So some of the childhood years was, was some of the childhood years was spent there. Mm-hmm. Um so I always ask all my guests, and I, I know I should have done the pre-interview before I <laughs> before I interviewed you, but I, I think I asked, but uh, I wanted to ask, how would you describe family dynamics? Was it was it a happy childhood? 
was it um was it traumatic was it fun was it a struggle how would you describe your early years in uh, Milwaukee um yeah so I for most for for a, a small portion of my childhood my parents were married mm. and then they got divorced and my mother she worked for the VA so she moved us that she was offered a job out here so she moved me and my 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 siblings my brother my older brother and my sister out here mm-hmm. so i was raised by a single mom mm-hmm. um but i had a really happy childhood i have nice. to say you know like she she held it down and she always and she still does like to this day like she's just an awesome person and just like i just always had just a a, a really amazing mother and not only did she take care of me she took care of like my cousins she took care of other people like my brother's friends she took care of my friends people would come live with us she opened her house to everybody and so it was that was just like the same thing like when my grandmother she did the same thing she, she opened her house my grandmother and grandfather opened their home to everybody and so my mom followed in those footsteps and you know we saw a lot of different people and we had i i had a good childhood i have to say yeah mm-hmm. um so how many siblings you got well um from my mother from my mother i have it's just me my brother and my sister but my father has other children and so it's about 10 of us i think <laughs> nice wow that's a lot that's a lot mm-hmm. and i want to apologize by the way by, by being late for this interview man i was i was running around thanks for texting me I didn't need to leave you hanging <laughs> no it's all good it's all good um so let's let's skip over real quick to uh to high school mm-hmm. you gra- you graduate high school what was your what was your plan that you had in mind and what actually ended up happening um so like I said I had went to a predominant well I actually ended up being like the only African American graduating like out of a class of 500 kids um yeah so I decided (laughs) that I would go to a historically black college and university so I um chose to go to Bethune Cookman in Florida that was an amazing experience and then I transferred to Clark Atlanta University so I went to two HBCUs and I wanted to experience being around um you know the African-American college experience I wanted that so that's what I did and I went and studied film and um but it wasn't and that's not what I ended up getting my degree in so well okay so what did you end up getting your degree in teaching nice yeah, I got, you got a, your yeah I'm an elementary school teacher but I mean my degree is like in behavioral sciences um, like anthropology but yeah I'm a teacher that is awesome how long have you been teaching I've been teaching maybe like 13 years wow mad props and ladies and gents and she's also an entrepreneur with a lot of um, endeavors and she's also a manifesting coach yeah um, so let me ask you this what was the transition like from teaching to becoming a manifesting coach well how was that transition like um actually you know I've been t- I I can teach anything and so you know I was already a coach a coach to my students um and I've always kind of been a mentor 
to others people I just I don't know people have always been drawn to me to come and <laughs> share their problems with me mm-hmm. and um, I don't mind listening and like offering advice and so when I started to whenever I learned something new I the best way for me to really um, you know just internalize the information I have to teach it to somebody else so when I started learning manifesting and I really started understanding like the law of attraction I decided that I too was going to do the same I was going to um, um, teach it to people so that I could understand it better and so I started, you know, the, at the when I would learn something new, I teach it to somebody else. And they'd be like, whoa, that worked for me. And I'm like, that worked for me too. So mm. <laughs> it just kind of was just like a natural transition. Mm. Yeah. Um, now, as far as the magazine and like, when, when did you start doing your magazine? Um, I started doing my magazine, I think it was October of 2019. Nice. I think so. What inspired you to start with? I've always wanted to do a magazine. I actually did one. It was kind of ghetto back in 2009 when I was graduating from college. But I really, um, I wanted to, uh, I was like, I'm going to enhance this. And it's something that I've wanted to do. It's a big process. Um, I only have like a couple issues and I'm working on the next issue. But like, it's. I'm so proud of you. Good job. Yeah, it's a huge, it's, it's, it's hard i mean it's it's no joke especially when you're doing it by yourself Mm. you don't have a full team so so wait time out so you went to clark and you got your major in what again okay i've been to several schools (laughs) i'd have to go back to clark the clark information or the clark story um but you went in as uh, as a film or acting major right well, to, I wanted to become a, a music video director and yeah. a film director, and I ended up going into teaching. Oh, actually. that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Cool. So, like, did you? I mean, let me ask you this: What made you switch, though? Like, what made you think, like, you know what? Maybe not directing. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't want to direct music videos. I want to teach. What, what was that? What made you realize that? It was a. Um, I went on a spiritual journey around the age of like 21, 22-ish. I started to really ask myself like, well, what are you here for? And then it was just kind of like shown to me, like God showed me like, you are a teacher. Mm. And I was like, whoa, you know, and just like as a kid, I used to always play like I had a classroom and stuff like that was fun for me to pretend like I was a teacher. And so, you know, it was almost like a childlike um prophecy almost like this is really what you are this is really who you are like I know you want to do film it sounds fun and I still you know I still would love to get in back into film but like I was just shown like my true my my true nature is is that of a teacher so what grade are you teaching now I teach um I just closed out the year I just finished third grade um, yesterday but I'll teach fourth grade next year I love it. I love it, man. Good job. Mm-hmm. Um, so, being a manifesting coach, um, what are the top three things you think that the humans need to do or need to think to manifest what we want? What What are the top three things we should constantly be doing to manifest what we want? Yeah. Or, the first. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, right. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Right. Or what we think we deserve, or what we think we deserve. What What, what do you think? Or if you can keep top three. Okay, top three. Mm. Um, definitely, you have to have you have to know how to practice self love. Mm. One thing that I've noticed is that people get offended like when you're like you need to practice self-love and you need to amp it up so I'm like I already love myself and it's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is that you really have to put the focus back on you internally mm. and and to really love who you are and mm. love everything about yourself and like amp mm. it up like realize like you are the diamond you are the you are the star of your universe and a lot of times mm. people want to put others on a pedestal they want to you know cater to other people and what do you know what other people think of them and really it's all about you what do you think of yourself mm -hmm. and when you can build up that self-love and that self-confidence and and enhance your self-concept that is when the manifesting can really really like do its magic mm -hmm. um the second thing is you have to have faith you mm. have to believe you have to believe like mm -hmm. that this thing that you want will come to you you have to have unwavering faith i do a lot of, so i have my um manifesting love room on clubhouse so i'm talking to a lot of people who are manifesting love mm. and so they tend to you know think that um I don't know, like they, their faith wavers was like, he loves me, he loves me not, or she loves me, she loves me not. Mm. And I'm like, no, you have to say she loves me or he loves me. You have to say that. And you can't, you gotta stick to it. You have to have unwavering belief in whatever it is that you are manifesting. Um, and you can't let it shake. You cannot let it shake. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing is really controlling your thoughts, being in control of what you are, you, what you are thinking, being in control of what you are saying, any thoughts that are not serving you, you have to release those thoughts and you go back to the thoughts that you, that you want to experience. You go back to, so if, you know, fear, worry, and doubt comes up, you have to be ready to, you know, you have to be ready to flip those thoughts and be like, okay, no, you, and sometimes you may have to argue with yourself. Mm. But you have to, you know, you got to start paying attention to what are you thinking? Mm -hmm. What information, what limited beliefs do you have? What limited beliefs are you allowing others to put into your mind? Because others have limited beliefs too. Mm -hmm. So you have to really pay attention to your thoughts because our thoughts create our reality. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So self-love, number one. Number two is having unwavering faith that your thing is going to manifest. And then three is um, um, just, you know, controlling your thoughts. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, let me ask you this. As far as self-love, what do you do for yourself for self-love when it's time for you to take a break from the kids and your, your other businesses? Like, how do you practice self-love for yourself? What do you do? Um... I I may buy myself flowers. Nice. Um, I may take myself shopping. <laughs> go, we're going on a shopping spree. Me, you know, like I really um, do that. I go and eat. You know, I may take myself on a date. <laughs> I'm nice. gonna go eat good food that I like. You know, 
and nice. I'm gonna, you know, um, I also I do my affirmations where I'm affirming I am the diamond, I am beautiful, I am worthy, I am um, supported, I'm cared for, I'm loved. I remind myself of these things daily, and I I do mirror work where I'm standing in front of the mirror and I'm reminding myself how amazing I am, how beautiful I am, even in moments where I may not feel beautiful. You know, I, I still push through and I tell myself these things daily. Mm-hmm. And one habit that I have developed, um, and I recommend everybody do this, is before you go to sleep, get used to um, telling yourself positive things before you go to sleep. Amen. What will happen after a time, after maybe like 21 days-ish, maybe a month, if you do, if you stay consistent, the brain will actually start doing doing it on its own every time you're ready to fall asleep your brain will go into an automatic you are amazing you are fabulous <laughs> you are uh-huh. great you know it'll start doing it on its own so yeah facts 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 um how much of your own healing did you have to go through or 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 detect and identify you know i'm sure like you, you know, we all go through our personal struggles. Before you became an, a manifesting coach, do you feel like you had to undergo some kind of therapy? Do you feel like you had to really sit by yourself for a while and be single for a couple, several years? Like, what did you do to know? Like, how did you prepare yourself to become a manifesting coach? What did you go through, you know? Yeah, I um I did. I I went through a divorce and that mm. was really, really hard. That, that yo, was- yo, yeah, that will do it. <laughs> That will make that you will a manifesting coach for sure. <laughs> it will make you a manifesting coach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Man. Oh my god. Fuck. So you went through a divorce. Yeah, pretty much my whole world was torn down. Fuck. That's the only way I can describe it. Everything had to be torn down so I could mm. so that it could be rebuilt. So like I I had a house. My house was paid for. Uh, you know, that gone. You know, cuz you you got to split the house now because it's, mm. you know, you split up now. You got a half a house. You don't have a whole house anymore. Um, lost. It wasn't that I lost anything. It's just that I, um, I had to let go. So I let go of the house. I let go of my really nice car. I let go of my my job. I let go of uh, my marriage. I let go of re- uh, family relationships. Some relationships that were in my family. There was just a lot that I went through. And I literally was stripped. That's the only way I can describe it. It's just like I was stripped and everything was destroyed. Everything that I had built up over the years, it was destroyed. And now what I'm going through the process of it being rebuilt. But um, as I was going through my divorce, I actually started going to this Korean meditation center. Mm. And so that like I would sit sometimes for up to two hours meditating and just really going through my shadow work I went through my past like my earliest memories up to the present day and yeah I was I mean there were some intense moments you know going through this thing it it ended up not yeah it ended up not being I I did this for two years where I was um, in this um, this Korea meditation center, but I ended up letting that go too. And um, I mean, but that started my journey. It woke me up. And then um, what really woke me up is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Have you heard of Dr. Joe Dispenza? I have not. He is a, uh-huh. 
yeah, he's a best-selling author and um, New York Times best-selling author, and he's a neuroscientist. I think at John Hopkins University or hospital or whatever. But he, I mean, he has all these incredible books like Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, and like um, what is the other one? It's a superpower book, like how to get your superpower. So it, it's just it, he's just awesome. But I had the the amazing opportunity to go and hear him speak. And he did a meditation with us in the room. And this meditation was just so intense. It woke me up and I was like, whoa, like, and I realized my power in that moment. So I started to look more into manifesting. Like, what is this? What is he talking about? So not only do I study like the mysticism in meditation, but I also, I really focus on the science behind it, the, the um, quantum physics and like the infinite field of potential, like all of these, like just pretty much like how the universe, how we're, we are the universe and we're connected to it mm. and how um, our thoughts, like what we're thinking is just sending out a signal to the universe to bring that to us. So when we control it, you know, that's when the magic happens, but it all started there. That's where it started just like, um, it was just kind of like this journey, just this personal journey. So I've literally been by myself. You know, I haven't, I've been divorced now for almost four, four years. Mm. And um, just having this time to sit with myself. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, how long? Self-love. Mm-hmm. How long were you married? 13 years. Holy smoly, smoly smokes. Yeah. So... What do you think? You know, we don't have to go into it, but if you can name two things that ended that marriage, what do you think are some of the things that, like, just two things, maybe, like, two things that for sure ended that marriage? Yeah. And the reason why I ask is because I want listeners to learn, like, what to look out for, what you, what can we work on, you know, what, what, like, what not to do so this doesn't happen, you know? Yeah. Um. Well, to me, like. I have a really strong connection with God and like the create with the creator. And okay. he showed me like this marriage is not for you. And I didn't understand it at the time. And I was just trying to fight against it. But he showed me like, you know, you have ignored too many red flags. And now it's time for you to really see the red flags. So and, mm-hmm. yeah. I ignored red flags. So what are what are some of the red flags that should have that should have ended it right then and there, but you didn't, you know, that you but you didn't do it right away. But what were some of the red flags looking back? You think like ah, I should have ended it right there when I saw it the first time. Yeah. Or maybe just, the second time that I saw it. You know. Yeah, just not being able to be fully me. I think I I lost myself. Okay. In the marriage, um, you know, just. And it, I'm Muslim, so it, we had like a, a, a lot of Islamic, um, you you're know, mu- how Muslim was Islamic. Yeah, I'm Muslim. And so um, it was just like, there was some, there was a lot of restrictions on me, like as a wife and things like that. But I think too, it's just, it was, it was a temporary thing. It was never meant to be forever. And although I had always planned for it to be forever, it just wasn't. And some, t- some things, some people come into your life to teach you things about yourself 
and some people come into your life to um to you know they're just there for a season and a reason and they're not meant to stay and I think too just like I was in the you know what I got out of my marriage were are all of my beautiful children and I think that was the reason we were really together is so that we could have our children but it just it never was going to it never would have last I never could have blossomed in that situation I never could have been me because you feel like you couldn't be yourself, right? Yeah, and then like another but, thing. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, just one more thing is just like um, I felt like maybe he didn't want to level up, and I was leveling up, and like he didn't want to meet me up there. It was kind of like, well, come back down, and I'm like, no, like I'm going up, <laughs> and there's no stopping me, you know. So, what's your definition of leveling? Oh no. Sorry, I'm sorry, Celine. That's okay. So we were talking about leveling, like leveling up, like your your partner didn't want to like meet you as you were progressing in life and you felt like he wanted to like stay down, right? Mm-hmm. So what what was your definition? What did he have to level up from? Because there's different, there's different types, you know, financially, mentally, like what were you? Well, one thing I remember he told me was that I'm always going to be average. Like, I'm always going to have an average job. I'm always going to be an average guy. I'm never going to be somebody great. I'm probably never going to make a lot of money. But he had already, like, said in his mind that he was just going to stick to being just a regular guy. And just mm. having, you know, and this there was times, you know, mm. he worked at regular jobs that weren't mm. paying very much, making minimum wage. And, like, we have kids and you know, things like that. And it's just like, I had this ambition because I had dreams. I'm like, I want to take my kids to see the world. I know that they can learn about Paris in a book or Egypt, you know, the pyramids in a, you know, from a book, but I want to take them to go see these things. But how can we do that if we don't have the funds or we're not pushing ourselves to go mm-hmm. in that direction? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I started moving in that direction. I started to wake up and realize you know hey you know because teachers don't make that much money Mm -hmm. and especially where I was working before it was like a private school we barely made anything like literally it was it was some tough times but I love my job so much and you know it was rewarding not monetary rewards you know but Mm -hmm. it was very rewarding but it was I just wanted to level up I wanted to start businesses I wanted to and I did I started my businesses and I started moving up and it just felt like it was like ugh, he did I, I could feel it just it was a red flag that mm. he wasn't ready for that because he mm. knew if I leveled up then he would be left behind it was just it was a lot I'm not, yeah <laughs> I, I, I had you. yeah I had to let that go so I could level up and sometimes people have to do that some things you even though you may love somebody but if you can't be your full self you have to let it go you may have to let them go and just know that they were just a temporary you know acquaintance mm-hmm. or if you don't let them be their full selves you gotta let their ass go if you don't like yeah. who they, if you don't like who they are and you really can't let them be who they really are guess what fool you gotta bounce yeah you, you gotta go you gotta <laughs> you gotta go you gotta go 
So, um, I noticed in your room, um, in the clubhouse room, ladies and gents, it's, it's a trip. I see, I, I hear a lot of people um, imagining what the perfect date would be and what they want out of their life and their careers and what they want in the man and the woman. Um, it's just a trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to say. Um, let me, okay, let me ask you this. Um, in this line of work, being a manifesting coach, what do you think men are struggling with? What do we come to you for? Like, as far as male clients, what do you, what do you think we're having a tough time with these days? Um, well, usually the first thing that men come into my room, they say they kind of stumbled in there. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so why are you in here? And they're like, oh, I saw the title. And I'm like, well, are you manifesting love? And they're like, no, 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 no. I don't need to manifest love. And I'm like, yes, you do. Why did you come in here? And then they'll yeah. finally open up that there's a girl, there's a woman or somebody that they are, um, that, yeah. they, that they like yeah. and they don't know how to get her attention or <laughs> she hasn't texted yeah. back and they're it, you know it's really funny because <laughs> we're not very much different the men and the women are not very much different um i think that we all feel like we all have that sense of we want to be loved we want to have attention from the person who we have our eyes on and, and why do we front as we get older why do, why, why, is, why, yo as we get <laughs> As we get older, I feel like as we get older, why are we fronting more? Like I feel mm -hmm. like I feel like people are fronting more as we get older. We should have been doing that when we were young, but like in our okay, I'm sorry, I didn't cut you off. But go no, ahead. No, so, you didn't cut me. You didn't. So men are having some trouble with why is she, why isn't she texting back? Why 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 right? Mm -hmm. Does she like me? Does she think, you know, does she think I'm, you know, does she, does she think I'm fine? You know, there's all kinds of things. And it's it's very similar. I think it's really not much of a difference from women. Mm. We all, we pretty much, but the men do front. They they have a harder time. They do be capping. Like, <laughs> I'm not in here for love. We're, we're taking the deck? All right. All right. Talking about. And then yo, 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 fellas, fellas, I got your back, fellas. I'm going to hold you down tonight, fellas. Yeah, they be going through it. And some of these brothers, they be going through it. I ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> but so they me, do. Uh huh, uh huh. Now, as far as females, right? Like, what do y'all want to manifest? What the fuck do females want? <laughs> we everything. Want Remember everything. Chris Rock? Remember Chris Rock? What y'all want? Everything. <laughs> it's true. Ah! We, it's true. Yes. What, <laughs> <laughs> I, lo I love how she doesn't deny it too. Like, it's true, motherfucker. We want everything. We want everything. We want. Why is that? Why is that? Why do women want? Just tell me the truth. Why? Why? Why everything? Why? Because everything is pretty. We want pretty things. <laughs> <laughs> we want to be taken care of. We want to be supported. Okay. We want to be protected. Okay. This is what I've been learning. Just you know, just on my own journey, it's just like we want protection. We okay. want support. We want okay. a companion that accepts okay. us for who we are. I. Um, that can hold it down. We want right. attention. We want 
attention uh, huh? yes, how, how, much, how much how much how much how much how much how much we need a lot we need y'all to like text us sure? back just randomly like you know you just sh- random yeah mm-hmm. but sometimes don't do it too much though because then See? it'll make us like uh-uh mm-hmm. but so, like, be- <laughs> <laughs> so basically <laughs> give y'all some but not too much but give y'all some yeah give us a lot <laughs> but not too much. Yeah. we want everything we want it's you to like balance that balance it out <laughs> so so fellas it's like basically making kool-aid why you say it like that <laughs> because you never really know how much kool-aid someone wants in their cup so it's kind of like measuring kool-aid fellas that's how we give them attention <laughs> you got you got to measure and gauge how much kool-aid your lady wants so anyways um now what else do women want well, okay. Attention. What else? What? What? Um. Protected attention. What? We want to be spoiled. You got your. <laughs> yeah. We want our flowers. We want uh, our dates. We uh, want. Let it out. We want to. We want to feel yeah. special. We want to know like <laughs> okay. this guy likes me. Like, don't text us like three days later. Like, no, don't be. Do, you don't do, no, don't, don't do that. No, don't do that. Don't be waiting days and stuff. Like, text us every day. <laughs> Say hello. <laughs> Say hello. Okay. okay. Yep. Um, and what do guys get in return if, if we provide all that? If we provide the attention and the protection, what what what, what do we get back? What? Do we get something back? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Yes, you're going to get. You're going to get a loyal woman what who else really genuinely I... wants to take care of you. And that's what we were talking about last night, just like in the room. We were talking about how how we as women we want providers, protectors, right. people okay. supported, and that the and that we will be your nurturer. We'll make sure you're fed. We'll make sure that you Fabulous. you know you are taken care of. Like oh. what you need, what you need. I what got I need. You. What I but, need? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So if you got okay, you take care of us. We're gonna take care of you. But it has okay. to be. It's gotta be like mutual. Fellas are pretty sides. basic. Fellas are pretty basic. We just mm-hmm. need some. We just need some. Food, I know what some, y'all need. I've been oh, married for thirteen years. <laughs> we, we're, we're we're pretty basic. It's not. It doesn't take much. Really, on the real, son. Like, it doesn't take much. We just need some. We just need some food. We just need some head. Then we need some sex. And then. After that, we just want to watch. We just want to watch some Martin, eat some Popeyes. After you know, and then yeah. after that, yeah, and then that's it. And then after that, we gotta go to work. We gotta do the same shit over again. We gotta go to work. We gotta do the same shit over again. So when we go home, that's all we expect, and that's all we want. We just want some food. You know, that's yeah, it. I I know. You know, <laughs> so okay, so okay. Men are simple. Y'all are. I'm not yeah. to say it like that, but like yeah, it's, yeah. it's not hard to please a man, and the thing. But at the same time, the men have to know like what women want too. You know. Okay. So we're, okay. We want to go shopping. <laughs> a lot. Oh, y'all want to go shopping. So Chris Rock's pretty much right. What ladies? What y'all want? Everything. Everything. Vacations. <laughs> Vacations. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Now, marriage. You've been through it once. Would you recommend it to someone? Absolutely. Mm. I am an. I am a marriage advocate. Mm. I really why? Manif- like my manifesting love room is not even for like boyfriend girlfriend like hookup stuff. 
it's for actually like man finding your true soulmate mm. because i believe in soulmates i believe in like true soulmates and and connecting i i want to help people connect to their true soulmate so mm. and marriage you know be with that person who was specifically created for you mm-hmm. you know so yeah i'm definitely a marriage advocate Marriage is wonderful. Okay. It's like you're under this umbrella where you're like, I don't you want to be under like no umbrella. No, it's like, like not like, I'm just, listen, kidding. I'm just listen, kidding. Hear me kidding. out. Hear me out. Like, you're under this, you're under this, like, this bond, like, like this umbrella with this person. And y'all are like, you have a tribe. Like, you're rolling like as a unit. Like, we're a unit. Like, we're an army. We're a tribe. We're a, mm. we're, you know, like, this is who we are. We're okay. a pack, Word you know, up. like a pack of wolves or a pack of lions or something. Like you're not rolling by yourself. Mm. You know, you rolling with somebody through the storm, through the hard times. And like this person has got your back. And, you know, when you're sick, you got somebody there with you to bring you some soup, <laughs> you know, like somebody who will help you get out of the bed, you know, like you this is what you want you want somebody there who you can experience life with it's not fun it's cool to experience life by yourself and with your friends but it's a different thing when you are experiencing with somebody who is your soulmate who you truly truly love she better like martin i'm gonna be fucking mad if she doesn't like martin what like the uh show the sick yeah yeah Yeah. who doesn't who doesn't though i love martin martin is cool so Okay, so you're an advocate for marriage. All right. What do you think are the top three things that can make a marriage work? What what needs to be done to make a marriage work? Um, definitely compromise. You have to be willing to compromise. It can't always go your way. So you guys have to, sometimes you got to meet in the middle. <laughs> you got to be in the middle. Like, I like red. You, I like blue. Well, we're going to get purple. Like, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's real. Compromise. That's compromise. All right. Yeah. Compromise. Okay. And you have to like you have to have in- intimacy. You gotta have a form intimacy. of intimacy. Because as soon as that goes, that marriage is doomed. <laughs> intimacy. All right. Intimacy. All right. We gotta be intimate. Okay. Yeah. And I think like loyalty and just unconditional love, being loyal and not having the wandering eyes and not putting your partner through hardship you know you, like yeah were you a faithful wife yes very faithful nice was he a faithful husband yeah he that's was. good that's good that's good that's good see the, the reason why i ask is because like there's so many things that a marriage can end it's not always because someone cheated you know it's yeah, yeah that that's i i find it interesting on, on like the many reasons why people divorce it's not always cheating although sometimes it is mm-hmm. so, so, sometimes it is that but not all the time um let me ask you this uh okay let's let's talk about the the, the narrate the narrative book that you're recording for the the, the audio ebook coming out um yeah. how, how did you land that gig so um i actually my niece she gave me like a link to like a website because i've been wanting to do audiobooks for a while i've actually been preparing myself for this opportunity mm-hmm. by reading to my students i try to read with accuracy whenever i'm reading to them so that i could get really good at this mm-hmm. and she she was like look check this out so i checked out this link and then there was a bunch of books that i could audition for 
So I auditioned for Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Poor Dad for teens, the secrets about money that you don't learn in school. So I, I, I um, actually auditioned for it. And I think maybe two hours later, he approved that he wanted me to be, he offered me the gig. And I'm like, whoa. So I actually went through a whole, pro- like I produced this book. I love like, it. Yeah, like in the studio, like I produced this thing. I paid for it. You know, this, um, I invested in this book and it's actually out now. It just came out. It just <laughs> hit oh, autumn. So ladies and gents, so let's, uh, let, what's the title of the book for all those tuning in right now? It's Rich Dad, Poor Dad for Teens, The Secrets About Money That You Don't Learn in School. Uh, written by? Written by Robert Kiyosaki. Uh-huh. And with Sharon L. Lecter. She's like a co-author in the book. And then it's narrated by me, Celine Childs. I love it. For all those who are um, on platforms, can they cop it on iTunes, Amazon? All of that, yep. And Audible. Nice. Yeah. Audible. Nice. It's so all those book. tuning in. And you can hear my lovely voice. I have such a good voice. So you can hear it. <laughs> I love it. I got to promote that. Send me the flyer for, or send me like an artwork for that. Okay. I got to definitely okay. post that. I'll um, and, and I'll holla at you when we get off and the line. He let uh-huh. me actually, he let me actually design the cover. I love audio it. Audiobook. So I designed it too. Good job. You're like Wonder Woman. I am. But, you know, <laughs> but yeah, all. yeah, you, you're like Wonder Woman on Clubhouse. I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about the podcast, Manifesting Bubble. What, what made you come up with the title? Um, I love bubbles. They're just like, ever since I was a kid, I'm just like, this is just like a wondrous thing. Like whenever there were bubbles out <laughs> around. But I think of like Manifesting Bubble as being like it's your own like world and like you are inside of your bubble and you can control what's going on mm. you know so that's where manifesting bubble came from so what are some of the themes you explore in the podcast or what are some of the guests like like are you looking for certain guests do you have guests like how, how do you run your show i haven't actually um interviewed anyone yet but i'm definitely going to get into it um, nice. I've just been, I, I'm teaching, I'm giving, um, like, well, I'll talk about like manifesting one-on-one for people who are just coming into the law of attraction and they really don't understand it. Um, I I go it. In, yeah, I go into like things like how to manifest a house, how to, um, practice self-love, how to manifest using divine guidance. I have a whole bunch of episodes, but my most recent three are guided meditations. So I'm yeah. just now getting into guided meditations too. I love it. Yeah. So how many um, episodes you got right now on the podcast? I think I have 33. I love it, man. Good job. You're grinding. Yeah. I got to do some more. Now school's out. I'm going to push some more out very soon. So now you wear many hats. Which one do do you enjoy the most? I think I enjoy them all. And the thing is, <laughs> I'm just, I'm a creative. So my mind, like, I love to, and I'm getting into clothes too, because I have like a few designs, but like, mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I, I think about like um, some of these, like like for like JLo, for instance, or Rihanna, like they have perfumes, they got clothes, they, they make movies, they, um, <laughs> you know, they uh have uh albums out so i'm just like you know i i understand but they have teams though they do have like 
full teams, but um, you know, I feel like them. Uh, just like I just have, I just want to do everything that makes me happy. So oh. I, I love everything that I do. I really do. If you can pick one, if I could pick one, I would do manifest coaching definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because you're, but you're I'm, really. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind manifest coaching and narrating books and traveling the world. That would be the dream. You go, girl. <laughs> you go, girl. Yeah. Um, I know we all had a rough year as a nation, 2020. And even though that's done and over with, I feel like 2020 definitely tested and molded America into what it's about to become. And you know, it's a brand new day. We can't keep going back to the past, but America needs to move forward and get better. You know, mm-hmm. in all in all levels of this country, in all levels of this country, like what did 2020 teach you? And even 2021, what is America teaching you about yourself today? America is teaching me that we need to raise our vibration because <laughs> right mm. now our vibration is way too low. Oh, and yes. we are it's feeding up. Yeah, mm. it, it is. And we are feeding the monster. We're feeding monsters like the monsters of racism. We're feeding the monsters of just like just like sickness and just poverty and just we're feeding these monsters when we we need to be putting more focus and emphasis back into love and that's why i created the manifesting love room because it's not only about romantic love it's about mm. self-love it's about loving of the world and just raising our vibration a lot of times we talk about just like how can we heal the people you know like what what can we do because i feel like love is such a stronger force than it's a much stronger force than um <laughs> hate you know so we we need to level all of us we need to level up it's mm-hmm. time to and i think the more people that are becoming conscious that we're the if we're raising the vibration if we're raising our own personal vibration it is doing its part to raise the vibration of the planet i always feel like it always goes back to self-love mm-hmm. so, and, and no matter how you look at it so if, you know like I'm not by no means a manifesting coach, but just going through my own therapy and my own ancestral work that I've been doing and trying to take care of myself these days more. I do know that there's layers and levels to healing. Yeah. In the beginning, we feel the rage and we must let it out and we must express the rage and get it out. Sometimes people got to act violent or cuss people out, yell, argue. And then when all that calms down, guess what? You still got to feel the pain, like the actual hurt, you know? Like, and I've been really mindful of how I numb pain and how we numb pain, how we distract ourselves from feeling pain. And and I'm talking about emotional pain, you know? Yeah. And it all ties into, it kind of ties into addiction. And, you know, I'm such a big fan of DMX. I was bumping the DMX album today. It's a damn shame that it's a shame that our, our our king is not here because it's such a great album. It's a I I believe I mean DMX is a superstar and he definitely had his legacy cemented forever. But this new album right here, I'm gonna be honest, it's on that level where like when Tupac died and Tupac dropped an album and it was good. And that's how we feel about this album. Like it's a classic and 
Um, and then, anyways, what I'm talk, what, what what I'm trying to say is, he was very public about his addictions, mm-hmm. and he wasn't shy or ashamed about it. He he told people what it was, man, yeah. and and also his close friends put his business out there in public like that. And I guess what I'm saying is, and we can look back at history from Michael to Whitney, everybody, everybody, Elvis. It just seems like with all the fame in the world and all the money that they acquired, they definitely had some pain that they kept yeah. numb, that they kept trying to numb. You know, yeah, absolutely. And they needed a stronger substance. Liquor and weed was not enough, even though liquor and weed consumption. Like, I'm not look. I'm not trying to judge. I'm saying like, I guess what I'm saying, Selena's, it's not all about money, right? Yeah. Because fucking millionaires are overdosing, yeah. and it's not it's not just about fame either. They they obviously still got problems. It doesn't go away. It doesn't get fixed because you're famous or rich. It's still there. And um, self love. Maybe maybe no matter how rich or famous they got, maybe they still quite didn't know how to love themselves, right? Yeah, they didn't do their shadow work. They didn't do their shadow work. And, uh, you know, you got to think about it, too. Like, man, there's like, demons. There's demons. Dude. Their demons are probably way stronger than the average person because they got a lot more demons around them, you know, and they probably can't decipher what is, you know, who's on my team, who's not, who's just kissing my butt because I'm I'm who I am. But like, you know, it's, it's they, you're crazy. you're so right. Like, that's what they were missing. Oh, that's it's all they were missing. Pain all those tuning in i want to say i want to say words of encouragement to everybody listening and tuning in to all those that's been through, through trauma traumatic lives and all those that's been through emotional pain i just want to let you know that keep doing the work and keep doing the work and i swear to god one of these days this is how you know that you're healing certain things that will piss you off and offend you it doesn't anymore yeah <laughs> That's because how you know. It's important for us to find out if it's working. Mm-hmm. How the fuck do you know you're healing? And sometimes you don't know. Sometimes am I healing? Am I getting better? I don't know. And like you don't take things so personal and it's not always all about you. Sometimes you it's about yeah. Sometimes it's about them. Yo, that person's acting like that towards you. Nothing that you did. It's just that other person. That other person got other shit, you know? Like, like we can't take things too personal, right? Yeah. True. Uh, how do you know when you're healing? How about for you? When do you know you're healing or you're, you've healed from something or someone, Celine? Like, how do you know yourself? You know, I know you know more than me. Like, I think... How, 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 do you know you, how do you know you healed from something, you know? When I'm able to let it go when I'm when I know you know like an incident happened like last week and it it was it was it brought up some past stuff but it yeah. was like, it was like three I think I had three intense days and it was just like it was intense and I was just like I don't know if I can make it through this but I was like no keep fighting keep fighting and then that moment I was able to let it go and and sometimes if you don't know how to do that 
you ask God to help you, like just ask for divine guidance. Like, I don't know how to heal this thing. Can you show me how to heal it? And he will show you, he'll show you what you need in order to fix it. But I know I'm healed when it, I've officially let it go. And I, and, and one thing that I like to do too, is that when, when that, that negative energy, somebody put pushes that on me, I push it back to them. Like this doesn't belong to me. And when you can start to really see that, like, you know, it's a reflection of themselves. It may not have nothing to do with you. Exactly. Send it back like a boomerang. Like, nope, I'm not claiming that. I'm not absorbing this energy. That can go back. And when you could just take time and reflect too, like, okay, why did this thing happen to me? What made this traumatic experience come back up? And you can kind of become an observer when you start when you stop experiencing everything, and you start observing more. Yeah. And I do think, guys, uh, I just had a conversation with this with a friend. I think, in my, just my opinion, you know, you really want to start some healing, ladies and gents, you gotta do this single. <laughs> You gotta be single to steal. Yeah. I, that's just me. You can mm-hmm. disagree. You're right. you, you, you can agree or disagree. Dolo, that's just Dolo. me. I think so because the reason why I say that is because you need to learn how to love yourself. And what I mean is, yo, when you have some good news, you better learn how to celebrate it yourself. Whether or not you got fu- have someone to fucking say it to, you know, or like if you have bad news. You got to learn how to take that on your own sometimes, yeah. you know, because it builds strength. It builds character like, dude, you don't have a cushion to dump your problems, to dump your bad day on. Nah, dude, when you're single, you're going to learn how to suck that up a little bit more on your own. I just think you become stronger, you know, you really do. And I think I know life's not all about money. But I think it's a good time to focus on how you really want your career, mm-hmm. like what you what you want for your career, not what your mom, not what your mom said, yeah, not what your dad or your brother or sister advice what your career should be or what your boy. Nah, it's about what the fuck do you want? You, 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 you. It's about you, right? Yeah. Um. Let okay. me ask you this: Which one, when you're as you're are you single at the moment? Yes, I'm single. Okay, let me ask you this. As a single woman, um, when you're lonely and you're, you're craving a <laughs> you're craving a man or um, you're just craving a relationship, like how do you deal with are you dating? Do you date? No, I'm not dating. <laughs> mm, I I have I have a specific person in mind, so it's just kind of like I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting patiently. But um, how do I deal with that? I I just go back to self-love. I just go back to, and I mean, someday I'll just get on Clubhouse a lot of the times and talk to other people who are are experiencing the whole like, oh, I miss my person or, you know, or whatever. But um, really, I mean, I take it a day at a time because it literally is like a day at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, love. Yeah, but I just, it's really, I just go back to, I go back to um, just self-love. Like even today, like I'm going to be 40 in a couple days, in a few days. I'm going to be 40. I'm you, like, you whoa. Look, yeah, you look, yeah. Yes. And I'm like, oh my God. So today, you know, I was just out like, I just, I 
I just kept reminding myself like, wow, you, you made it. Like, I know that you wish that you had a companion here for your 40th birthday. You had your companion, but like, it's okay. Like, even if they're not here yet, it's okay. You are still an amazing being. You made it to 40, you know? So it's, I think just going back to self-love in those moments where it gets hard, I just go back to my self-concept and remember I'm a queen and I'm royalty. That helps. Well, 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 amen, Queen Latifah. I see you. I'm Queen D. Uh, uh, get it right, son. Yeah. What, 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 what? <laughs> Yo, so, okay. Um, I, I, you know, like when they listen to the clubhouse room sometimes, I really listen to how they, how they, how, how they want their partner. Um, what do you like and how about you <laughs> what do you like in the partner what's a turn on for you I definitely want somebody who is creative um, who is driven mm. and you know they have they love yeah. kids I have a good you know because I have kids over here mm. um, probably you know somebody who is a father too so that they are you know they've already been and somebody who's probably already been a husband because Mm. I don't feel like training nobody at this stage in my life. Like, no, I'm not going to train somebody how to be a husband or how to be a father. Like, okay, I'm, I'm daycare center. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. Um, because I felt yeah. like that in my first marriage where I had to train a lot. You know, there was a lot of training. <laughs> I'm like, no more. Fellas, she does not have training wheels. Okay. No, we're not doing that. You like, better you know how to you... do it already. You better roll skate and bounce up in this mother you know for real but just like somebody who is who who is loving me unconditionally i just i don't know there's so many things i want <laughs> and he's gotta be fine i already know he's who gotta he be is. fine i already know who he is but it's just like yeah that's how much game she has ladies and gents she says i got someone specific in mind yeah they're like, all right, cool. I like how that's the that's the hidden shout out. That's mm-hmm. the hidden that's the hidden shout out. Um, okay, what can you give advice for all those who are going through a divorce? What's the, what, what advice can you give? Um, for those who are going through a divorce, it's going to be okay just affirm a lot of everything is working out best case scenario because a lot of times when you're going through a divorce you are waking up like oh my god this is the worst thing ever everything is my world is falling apart because it literally is you have been a unit for so long and now you're becoming a single entity and it's like whoa like it it can crush you but you don't let it crush you just know everything is going to work out best case scenario and that it's temporary and once you get to the other side there is a rainbow there is a rainbow amen mm-hmm. now, is end- like a hurricane but <laughs> there's a rainbow <laughs> at the end of it <laughs> trust and believe amen amen is there any other thing you want to plug any other uh, products you got coming out anything you want to plug um, yeah make sure to cop the book on Audible. Okay, make sure to cop the book. Um, check out the Manifesting Bubble podcast. Go to Ruth and Mays, and we got some CBD bath bombs that are the bomb. They are wonderful. <laughs> if you like, um, you know, relaxation, sleeping good at night, and just muscle relaxation, 
get get yeah. some of our bath bombs and hair stuff. But um, yeah, that's it right now. I mean, there's uh, so much more. There's so much more to come. But those are my main three right now. What are your main goals for 2021? If you had three, what are your main goals? Okay, main goals. I um I uh, prayed at this book. It, the first the the original book sold 34 million copies. So I am hoping that this generates double that or triple. What? Um, yeah, that's definitely a goal. Um, another goal is to I would like to. Um, I actually I don't know what else are my goals. I, <laughs> I, have, I, I don't know. You're the manifest yeah, coach. Get, you tell me. <laughs> I'm like I'm kind of living my dream life right now. I'm uh-huh. kind of living my dream life right now. But I would love to move into my dream home in the mountains. Uh, that I'm hoping that that will happen or start the process this year um, of the dream home. And I want to. I want uh, my love life to blossom fully. I'm ready. Uh, so those I are my thoughts. I love it. Yep. All right, let's talk some music. It is a hip hop commentary podcast. I, I ask all my guests uh, some questionnaires about music because I love music and uh, I love hip hop. Um, all right, let's start with some basic ones. All right, Tupac or Biggie? Tupac. Woo! Jay Z or Nas? Nas. Mm. Top three DMX songs. I like that. No, no, no. I, okay, it's, okay. Just, it's just interesting. It's just interesting what people pick, you know? Okay. Um. All right. Uh, top three DMX songs. Um. Wait, I gotta pull up. Let me. Uh, what? It's um. Here comes the boom. But is that ah! the name of the song? Is that the name of the song? I feel like it has a different. I just call it "Here Comes the Boom." Comes the boom. <laughs> boom it, bounce. Yeah. I love that song. Um. I also love um. Fall, slip and falling can't get up, and I all love right. um. And um, up in here, what is that? Right. What's it? What's the name? I I don't be knowing. Party up, party, party up. up, because that reminds me of my homegirls in college, and we just used to go off on that song every day. Uh, recipes DMX. Recipes. That's all. All my hip hop heads tuning in, please stream that album. It's called Accident. It's called Exodus. All right, check it out. This is the power of hip hop. I got. I got. I must get this off my chest and like. And there's the power of healing and the power of hip hop, you know, when the when the real artist steps on the mic, you feel it, you know. And this album right here reminds me of DMX greatness. Like, I think motherfuckers forgot. This is DMX, yo. Like bigger than Jay-Z at one point, right? If we're keeping it real, you know what I mean? Yeah. Bigger than Jay-Z, bigger than Eminem, you know, like for real. Like, uh, the last song is called Call Your Father or it's called A Letter to My Son featuring Usher and and it was touching because um, DMX is is having an open letter to his oldest son Xavier about his shortcomings as a father just just owning just owning up to um he was on drugs and just owning up that he wasn't really around for a while, you know, because he got caught up and he acknowledged the fact that he got 17 other kids, you know, and, and you know, that he doesn't love them any less. They're all equal. And Usher, at the end of the hook, Usher was like, sing, I'm not going to sing, but Usher was like, call your father. And I'm going to be honest, Celine, I called my dad, you know what I'm saying? And oh, like, wow. And I had a conversation with my dad, man to man, about just some things we both needed to get off our chest. And um, 
I felt like the power of hip hop and just a real artist is just it, it gives me hope and it's a shame that he's not here because it's his greatest work to be honest with you like I know we know him for the classics we grew up on but like hearing him at this stage of 2021 I wish he was classic man 13 songs yo featuring Nas Jay-Z Snoop Usher Lil Wayne wow, I didn't I didn't know all of them were on the album. Yeah, almost. I'm a, wow. Yo, Bo, yo Alicia Keys. Um, yo. Bo, Bono from YouTube is on the album. Bono. That's um, crazy. Um, yeah, and so anyways, okay, let's get back. All right, so rest in peace to DMX. Rest in peace. DMX or, yo, DMX or Buster Rhymes? Um, DMX, but I like Busted <laughs> O. But I like Busted yeah. O. But I like I DMX, love but DMX too. I love Busted. They both are pretty dope, though. <laughs> That's kind of a uh, it's, yeah. It's a, but DMX, I just I don't know. I, I love have Busted. love for DMX. I got this little bit, probably a little bit more love for DMX. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what's interesting? DMX rapped about violence a lot. Let's be real. Yeah, he did. He yeah. rapped about violence and robbery a lot. But then when he did the touching songs, it, you realize like, nah, he's a real songwriter, man. He can write songs. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, not just some hard shit. He can write real, like, emotional songs. Okay. Uh, Tribe Called Quest or De La Soul? Um, Tribe. Ooh. Tight, 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 tight. Um, okay, let's talk about all right. Top three, top three members of the Wu Tang clan to you Ghostface, mm. Method, I, and Pablo Reza. I, I, okay, Source Magazine, I see you. <laughs> um, the source or the vibe? Source, ah, okay. Yeah. You got some points. You got some brownie points tonight. <laughs> you got some brownie points tonight. Um, ooh, let's take it to the ladies. Foxy Brown or Little Kim? Um, Little Kim. Whoa. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. A lot of people say that too. No, real talk. A lot of people pick Little Kim over Foxy Brown, I and that's Foxy, I do too. I love Foxy. I love her, but it's Little Kim. <laughs> I know. I, I just felt like Little Kim had a bigger impact towards later years. Yeah, me too. Um, okay. Nicki Minaj or Cardi B? Cardi. Okay. Uh, Drake or Meek Mills? Drake. Okay. J. Cole or or J. Cole or Drake? J. Cole. Okay. J. Cole or Kendrick? J. Cole. Uh, I like Kendrick though too. Okay, Jake. Uh huh. Right. Jay. So why? Okay, so J Cole or Big Sean? J Cole. Ah, (laughs) I like J Cole. All right. All right. right. Okay, let's talk about R and B. Who's the hottest R and B singer in 2021 right now? Um, hottest R and B singer. I'll tell you my answer. I'll go okay, first. You I'll tell start. me you, you first. Go. You go first. Okay. You go first. I'm, I'm going to go with her. Her name's her. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably... I th- You know what? I would probably agree with you. Yeah. I really like, She's I the love illest her. right now. Yeah. My cousin does her nails. What? So I like her. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
see. Okay, let's talk about top two, top three Biggie songs. Um, Sky's the Limit. Um, man, I'm like, was that on Puff Daddy's or I was that on Puff Daddy's or that's it? That's on his Victory. No, yeah, yeah, I like Victory, but is that on Life After Death? Victory is on Puff's album. Oh, that's Puff's, but um, okay, so then no, um, man, I love the whole album. Yeah, I love Life After Death. (laughs) Just give me the whole album. Yeah, exactly. To it, like I don't know, I can't. It's the perfect album, right? I feel like it's. It's the perfect album. It's Biggie. Yeah. And it kind of like, you know what I like about that album? Like, Biggie was honest on how life was being famous. Like, he he, he described his life really good in that album, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We, just, we, we, we knew it all. Like, what he was going through, what he was dealing with, what, what like, we, he explained it all in that album, for real. Yeah. And now real talk double disc too double disc double disc the double disc that was just dope and definitely every Big Papa song. yeah and Juicy oh yeah all of them all of them dude okay let's take it to the <laughs> south Ludacris or T.I. um T.I. probably yeah Ludacris is cool mm-hmm. but T.I. Redman or Method Man Redman but I like uh, Method Man too. I like them both. <laughs> Eminem, Eminem or Big Pun? Um, Eminem only because he has more hits. Like Big Pun didn't get a chance to like really get him get yeah, all his stuff out. He I got know. cut like shame. right in the middle, right it's at the shame. beginning. It's a shame. I, that sucks, dude. It's just shame, dude. Yeah. Um. We lost a lot of rappers. We lost That's a lot it. of rappers, man. And, and you know, guys, it's like we're getting old because because they're they're reaching their mid fifties, yo. And like, and it's just a it's a reminder that it's not forever. Life is short, and we all get old. We get old. It's a, and the it's, lifestyle too. I think the lifestyle yeah, they just man. have a fast life. Yeah. A lot of them have fast life. Yeah, they definitely they definitely partied and got it in. You yep. know, like. And, and I'm talking about years of that. Years, yeah. decades, decades, decades of that, you know? Um, yeah. Aaliyah? Aaliyah or Beyonce? Aaliyah. Woo! Janet or Mariah? Ooh, that's a good one. I like both of them. Um, probably Janet because she's Janet. <laughs> okay, this is the last one for the night, all right? Okay, okay. Mariah or Whitney? Woo, Whitney. Yeah. Whitney could blow. Whitney could blow. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. I love Mariah, though. I really do. But What'd you say about Whitney? Whitney what? I said she could blow. Like she Yeah, Whit- Whitney's... Ooh. Ooh. She had her own voice. Nobody could... Whitney, Whitney. <laughs> Last one, I promise. Okay. Michael Jackson or Prince? Michael. Ah. It was funny yesterday in my class. So they like, the art teacher like had Michael, old Michael Jackson, Jackson 5 playing in my class. And one of the students was like, 
that's Michael Jackson. And another kid is like, that's not him. And he was like, yeah, it is. He was, he used to be black. That's him. So I just let yeah. them go back and forth for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hear this conversation. But it's just interesting that the kids, they only, they don't really know. These new kids don't know old Michael, like Jackson 5, Thriller, you know, like they don't know that Michael. So, like he's, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Rest Funny in peace, Rest in peace. Celine, I know I don't want to take too much of your time. I know um, you know you're a busy woman, so I just want to say thank you for doing the podcast. It's been a pleasure chopping it up with you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you um, for having me. I'll I'll hit you when I get off the line. I'll, I'll text you right now. Keep you updated what's going on. And um, ladies and gents, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. And um, how do you add? How do you find yourself on Clubhouse? For all those who are on the Clubhouse, how can people find you? Um, you can find me under Celine Monique, C-E-L-I-N-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E. And I'm usually hosting the Manifesting Love room on Clubhouse. So. Cool. And you can and look where, under the Manifesting Bubble Club, too. Nice. And where can people find the magazine? Um, the magazine is on my website under um, CelineMonique.com. And it's under publications. Nice. I love it. Celine, thank you so much. I, I'll text you right now. All right. One love. Thank Thank you. you. Peace, peace.